serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy. Is it Wednesday? We're doing a Wednesday it thing? It is now? Wednesday. Fantastic for us. Uh, it is the Gatos Chad Show. Uh, Barry Markson in for Gatos. Finally learned how to turn his ear. Uh, his headphones on. He's complicated over there. in He's here, waving. Chad. Steve's got in our heads. Producer Steve's like, He's, touch this button. Don't I, say anything bad. I think they're messing with us. They're definitely messing with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's not hard to do. It's not hard it's to do. Too many lights on the new thing, Chad. I don't even know what to do anymore. Well, spaceship it's exciting fun. to be here, though. Every day is a learning experience, apparently, except for our schools. The results of the new standardized test students in grades 3rd through 8th took in the spring show some good news. We saw an improvement of three points in literacy and two points in math. State Superintendent Kathy Hoffman points out that's despite disruptions in learning because of COVID-19. She adds, We are not yet at pre-pandemic levels, and so we still have a lot of work to do. The majority of students failed to pass the test. 41% passed the English portion, and only 33% passed the math portion. Wow, wow. that is... That is not Yikes. good, Chad. Over half, over half the kids, well over half the kids aren't passing English and math in Arizona. Although, although those that do pass it have done better. Uh, wow, that's not good, Becky Lynn. What do you think? It is scary. Well, I'm thinking even the ones that didn't pass did better. So let's be optimistic. Everybody so you did know, better. you you could you could fail at getting five right, yeah. or you could still fail, but you got fifteen right. Right. It's it's like that movie Summer School. Do you remember that yeah. with uh, with Mark Harmon, where all the kids failed still, but they were all at down at like ten percent. Now they were in the forty percent rent. You know, yeah. and it's like, look, we're learning. It's That's phenomenal. Right. And, but here's the thing. The COVID close downs and shut the shutdowns here weren't like they are in other states. Like you were talking yesterday, was it Cal State Northridge just going back to school, Barry? Yeah, they they took two years off, uh, virtual as opposed yeah. to one here in Arizona, like ASU and U of A. Two years out there, and their and their public schools were bad too. Yeah, so well, public schools were awful. Yeah. My son, eighteen months, no school, eighteen months, eighteen yeah. months, no interaction with anybody, none of that stuff. We were a little bit different because remember, Ducey came out I was like, all right, so. What they said was, uh, we have like three different tiers, and if we flatten the curve, we can move from tier three to tier two. By two that afternoon, everybody gone back to tier one. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> we were a little bit better, yeah. but it, th- there's no doubt we got issues. And, and here's the other thing. We have issues when it comes to already struggling, even pre-pandemic, America's struggling here for education. Our extremes are brilliant. Yeah. But our failures and and struggles are yeah. massive. There, there's a few things here, and really, it adds it makes questions for me. So I, I want to know what can we do to improve Arizona schools. That's the big question. And there's some obvious things when you look at the, the size of our, our class size is bad, and I think every study shows the larger the class size, the less the learning. It yeah. makes it very difficult. And then something else just to keep in mind here, uh, Chad, is we because we have all the school choice here, much of which is very good. It it allows parents who are really focused on education, their kids can go to these charter schools or private schools. You know, you talk about basis being a great school. I'm not saying it's not a great school, but one reason that basis is a great school is the only kids who stay, who go there and who stay are the kids who can handle the curriculum. Yeah. They don't have everybody. They don't have the whole neighborhood going to basis. If you can't, if you can't hang in basis, you leave. So everybody there does great. But it pulls those kids out of the public school, the public school district school, which is going to make the numbers look that much worse for those schools. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, you're going to have some of these schools because you're taking away the kids who would would definitely drag that grade point average up. But that doesn't 
change the fact that there isn't it seems like we have really, really good, not a lot in the middle, yeah. and then a lot of yeah. a lot of D's and F's, well, if you will. I, I've always said this, and I still think it's true. There's things we can do to make schools better, but the number one thing about how kids do in schools is the parents. Parents, are, are the absolutely. Par- are the parents there pushing education, making sure the kid does his homework, helping, those sorts of things. And if parents, thank God my wife did that, but if the parents are helping, then the kids are going to do better. I always used to say, you take find the best school in Phoenix or in Scottsdale, take all those kids and send them down to South Phoenix, or so the worst school, and take the South kids, the South Phoenix kids, send them up to Scottsdale. Same teachers, everything stays the same except for the kids. Guess what? That South Phoenix school is going to become one of the top schools yeah. because the parents care. They're going to make sure the kid's learning. They're going to make sure the kid's studying, doing better on tests. That's the difference. Yeah. And I don't know how you fix that. No, you don't. But you can. But there are ways to make the schools better, to provide the support. And that starts with t- smaller class sizes. Hopefully teachers were being paid better. You know, big problem here in Arizona, Chad. 2,000 last year, 2,000 empty yeah. student empty positions, student te- posi- teacher, teacher, teacher positions. positions. I mean, they're just being taught by substitute teachers. That's never good. No. And when you have and uh, uh, when you have a situation where you, like you said, where you don't get the support at home, that is massive. Yeah. And, and we can sit here and you can, you can blame this and blame that. But uh, look, you, you've got to, A, you've got to kind of want it a little bit, right? We're just yeah. asking the kids. But it, it, they, when I was a kid growing up, they used to always say this, you know, you know, learning begins at home. And now that's kind of gone a little bit sideways and it feels like there's there's a, you know, a tug and a pull because you do have uh, some parents who are angry and think all these things are going on school. But you also do have so many schools that have tried to change things and they're adding things that are more based on feelings than facts. And two plus two is whatever you want it to be And somewhere, though. The reality is it's got to begin at the home and it's you you don't have to love it, but you've got to you've got to care and you got to. You know, your kids have to kind of want up. You have to be there for them. And I'm amazed because, man, you know, I'm every night I ask the kids, you know, what'd you learn? Tell me something new. Yeah. I need to know something new. I need to know something new that you learned every day. Do it with Jack and everything right. because it matters. And that was one of the reasons I think Jack and the kids did so, you know, so well in his school because he went to a school where, I'll be honest, predominantly Asian. Uh, we know that they're, yeah. they're, it's very important to them, yeah. education. Uh, it, it was a competitive thing. Parents really pushed and they really, you know, were involved. That's a huge help. Yeah. Uh, were other schools like my little brothers? No. Yeah. You know, you know no, my mom tries, but it's hard because he needs specialty care yeah. that she can't provide. And by the way, the computer is not a good provider with no. kids for autism and things like no, that. No, no. It was just, you it was a there. failure. It's, it's real, it's really hard, but it's, and the other side of it is I don't want to discount the schools entirely because there are school districts in areas of town where you might expect the, not to have the, the parent, the parental support, yeah. or the, the parents with education who stress education. And those schools still do well. I remember Madison school district. There's good, there's really good school districts in Phoenix uh, that do well. Despite some some things that make it more difficult, so there's ways to do it. it it's look, there's problems with schools. There's no question. But I think the, what we should be talking about as a society in Arizona right now is what do we do to make our schools better? It's not just throwing money at the problem. Yeah. But Chad, that might be part of the issue. Putting more teachers in classrooms and putting higher quality teachers in classrooms. You can't tell me that's not important. No, you, you got to have that. You yeah. got to absolutely have that. And and I think we need to. We we definitely need to rethink here. We got to get teachers there. We've got to get some money going towards the teachers, not more administrators. Yeah. No more going towards the teachers. And at the same time, I think we need to get back to some of the things that were basic 
and and which I think we we've left out there and in just it's it is a sad situation when you see these these scores and yes COVID played a little bit a part of it there's a lot that goes into it but is, there's no doubt uh, we're we're getting F's if you will school wise uh, that's Barry Marching kids I don't know if you're aware he is here Gatos will be back next week just saw him on a boat. With his lovely wife. That's oh. all I'm going to say all because right. he says, don't tell all anybody right. where I went because, you know, everybody's going to come over to my house and steal everything. It's not going to happen. <laughs> he's at his house. Yeah, but no. He's <laughs> at a boat at his house. <laughs> In the backyard. That's where he's with, at. With the armed security guards. Uh, coming up. Oh, kids, are you ready for this? Uh, I got a little big Q poll coming up. Carrie Lake, Uh-oh. what did she say? Oh, no. She said something that she thinks that Trump said, but said it in a way that was even may, way more offensive than they said Trump said it. <laughs> we'll talk about that uh, in just a minute. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Oh, the Big Q poll question of the day brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Big Q. So Steve, uh, with Gatos being gone, uh, the wise man joins young uh, Mike Broomhead in the uh, early wee hours of the morning at 830 to talk about this. So, Steve, what would you concoct today? Yeah, so we found out on Friday that Katie Hobbs sent that letter basically saying, I'm not going to debate Carrie Lake, but instead I'd like to do two separate interviews back to back. So here's the Gatos Big Q poll question today. Do you want slash need to see an Arizona gubernatorial debate? Yes or no? Yeah, that and that that. that. Oh, you want a result? Well, no, we just we just like <laughs> okay. you to leave uh, us as of right like... now, fifty nine percent of people say yes. They would like to see a debate. Interesting, right. interesting. Now you uh, uh, you have met several people that uh, have met uh, with Carrie Lake, and they they are uh, they feel she's not as crazy as a lot of people make her well, out. To be. Yeah, I mean, a couple of people since the primary, they've had an opportunity to meet her in, in a like a smaller setting. She was in a you know I don't know who invited her to some, but she was there in a smaller group setting, and they they came away from it saying, well, she's not as crazy as she came across in the primary, and it was it was interesting. And I think for some of these folks, they're they're Republicans and conservatives, and they think. Carrie Lake's crazy, and they're, they're not. They don't think that there was election fraud and everything else, but they're struggling with who to vote for, and they're trying to convince themselves it's okay to vote for Carrie Lake, and that's how she's come across. But I think they're forgetting just <laughs> a couple of months ago the kind of stuff Carrie Lake was saying in the primary, and, and that's the that, that's what I'm. That, I think they're not remembering the kind of stuff she said, and she's now recently she's saying more of that kind of stuff. Here, that's Chuck. right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's first of all here we're going to go back a ways. This is 2015 a, a gentleman by the name at the time uh, Donald Trump who was running to be president of the United States uh, him and the Russians and eventually <laughs> uh, they helped him get through apparently according to everybody on the left. And, uh, but he did say this. When Mexico sends its people they're not sending their best. They're sending people that have lots of problems Problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. Some, I assume, are good people. <laughs> At least he threw that in. Chuck. Yeah, so some I assume. Are. I don't know. So that was the speech right after the big golden elevator when he right came after down the, the elevator. elevator not to be confused with the other thing. And he announced that he was running for president. Correct. Then Carrie Lake uh, decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to do, I'm, I'm going to see what you did. Carrie Lake said, hold my beer. And I'm going to do you one better. <laughs> I'm going to just repeat something President Trump said a long time ago. And, it got- and I'm going to do it poorly, by the way. I'm going <laughs> to repeat something that he said a long time ago. And in doing so, I'm going to make it look worse than what he got blamed for. I'm in a lot of trouble. They are bringing drugs. 
They are bringing crime, and they are rapists, and that's who's coming across our border. That's a fact. Wow. The difference there wow. is she never even said, I assume some are good people. Yeah. It was everybody here is drugs, wow. crime, and rapists. And rapists. Wouldn't she say that, Chad? Uh, a couple like, days ago? Two days ago. Yeah, I mean, it's, two days ago? It's just amazing to me. So this is, while she's talking about, and the Arizona Republicans are talking about she's unifying the party, and she's unifying that he wants the independent vote, and she's trying not to act crazy. And this is what, this is the reminder, she can't stop herself. No. There's, there's no reason to say this. The people, when you say something, Chad, when you start what you're about to say with, I know I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. Yeah. You don't, don't say it. You, well, you're doing it on purpose. Yeah. So, but the thing I don't understand with her and, and with others is you already have that vote. Carrie Lake has the Trump yeah. vote. The folks who love Trump because he says, you you're know, preaching we, to the choir now. Right. What, why? Why are you talking to those people? You should be, if you're, if you're a Carrie Lake fan, you should be talking to the Republicans who don't think that Trump stole, that the election was stolen from Trump, who don't think there's fraud, who don't think that all the folks coming across the border are rapists and drug mules. It's try to get the other votes and she's not doing that. No. And so when my friends are telling me, Hey, I met Carrie Lake. She wasn't as crazy as I thought. This is the kind of thing. This is the kind of thing you want to say, well, look, here's what you're dealing with. And it's scary because she can be the governor. And what I, 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 this is what the part that gets me more than anything else is our legislature in Arizona next year, this next, next year is going to be so much further to the right than what we even had last year and this year, which is pretty far to the right. It's amazing. So you're going to see, and this is just coming up in January, you're going to see the legislature give us things like we used to get, Chad, the kind of stuff that was the, the butt of the late night jokes and the making Arizona look bad and humiliating us around the country. That's going to start up again. And if we have a governor who entertains this stuff, like Carrie Lake says she will, I, I don't see how that helps Arizona attract jobs, how we draw companies here. I just don't see it. And no. that's, that's my biggest fear. It's going to be very interesting to see. I want to see when she's asked questions and pushed back, and that's going to be, you know, is there going to be town halls? See, there's not going to be it. I know there's something tonight Forum, yeah. at the, you know, uh, what was Chamber, it? It's not the Shriners or something like that. It wasn't that. It was like the the, the, the Chamber of Commerce doing okay, it. Chamber, I don't know where. The, the Quilting Committee of America, wherever they're holding <laughs> this thing at. And, uh, but they're, they're, <laughs> they're, uh, I want to see, like, are people asking questions? The Chamber asking questions? Are they taking any? Is it, is it going to be stuff that's pre prepared? To me, this is where if you want to be governor, you better shine in some of these things. And if you're going to come out and say stuff like that, the independents, which, by the way, not just here, but nationwide, yeah. everybody on the left and right should be courting their votes because they're the ones who put you over the finish line. I got news for you. If you're not doing that, you're failing. And if you're only going to turn around and preach to the people that want to hear your story, that believe in the story that you're telling, you're not going to expand your tent. Yeah. And with that comes, well, not getting the gig. Well, it's exactly right. And we've seen that here in Arizona. We saw it four years ago. Uh, Doug Ducey was running for re-election against a guy named David Garcia who said some ridiculous things and killed his own campaign. And uh, Kirsten Cinema was running against Martha McSally. That, that was the first time McSally ran. And guess what happened? Ducey won, going away, and then tens of thousands of Republicans who voted for Ducey did not vote for McSally. Yep. They voted for Kirsten Cinema. So it happens all the time. And it doesn't take a big percentage of Republicans to switch over to say, yeah, I can't do that. I can't go that far. It doesn't take a lot of them to change the outcome of an election. Nope.
Nope, no that's, indeed. That's what we might see here again with Carrie. When Carrie Lake is saying, "I'm gonna, I'm repeating what Trump said, and it's gonna get me in trouble," and then she says it worse. Boy, that is not the way you're unifying and attracting new voters. No, no, wow. no. Barry Markson, you hear his voice over dulcet tones of uh, young Barry Markson in Fregados. Get us back next week. Uh, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Stone, ABC News, oh. is going to join us because the iPhone. What? This is what, iPhone 14 now? They yeah. got some new gigs. They got some new things. I've seen there's some deal on iPhones, too. Something under, well under $1,000. You have to steal it from yeah. somebody else, but it's well under a thousand dollars. We'll talk about that straight ahead. It's get us chat show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, ninety two three FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Just about everybody in the world has had or has an iPhone, and every other day they seem to be releasing new ones. I had an early one, now. Chad. I had, I had the iPhone uh, minus three, minus negative three. Yeah. three. Before they got to just iPhone, I had that. That's fantastic. <laughs> Joining us now is a person who still has a BlackBerry, Alex Stone, <laughs> ABC <laughs> News. Hey, Alex, any news on if? Uh, uh, those little Chinese children that build the iPhones oh. are happy with the new products? You know, oh. amazingly, they did not uh, include that today in their Man. unveiling. Um, they, let's go live to China. and uh, No, they, they they didn't do any of that. But, yeah, you know, Barry, if you've got the negative uh, three, that, that you would probably uh, benefit from upgrading. But <laughs> if you have the... Uh, like the 12 or the 13, 13 yeah. is it worth it? Probably not. A lot of this today was evolutionary rather than uh, revolutionary. Uh, you may, you got to be a real techie to, to notice it of better chips, slightly better camera, low light, uh, you know, things like this. This is our first chip built on a state of the art four nanometer process. Oh, thank goodness. Well, Five good. nanometers. Do you, know how, do, you, do you know how many little Chinese children had to build oh, that nanometer oh, thing? Oh, a ton. Come on. But but the fifth nanometer, that would have been uh, too much. I too look much. at it and I go, you know, Uber Eats, does it work? Okay. Uh, there you that, go. That, the phone's good. Um, How fast does it load Twitter? That's really yeah, all exactly. we need to know. Yeah, uh, exactly. Well, if you have four nanometers. Oh, my God. Um, so, some improvements to the Apple Watch. Uh, this one, uh, Chad and Barry, I think uh, will really suit you well. Utilizing the new temperature sensor in Apple Watch Series 8, you can now receive a retrospective estimate of when you ovulated. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's it. I, wait, I am getting. I want to know when am, you get that info. Wait, wait, wait. I am getting an I'm getting well, an you know, iWatch now. Can get pregnant Chad, especially. Too. That, that, that I want to know. Remember, men can get pregnant, oh, too. I hey, just know. out of curiosity, why would I want to retrospect <laughs> why do you when I know? ovulated? I don't know. <laughs> that's, I, don't, that's I don't have phenomenal. the answer on that. I don't know. That's oh. like that's like it telling me what I did yesterday. It was right. retrospect. It'll tell you what you did it, had for dinner. Can it tell you when you're hungry? Yeah. Can it, can it tell you what? I, that, this Soon. is incredible. Yeah. No, I think it does. I get the the push alerts uh, from like Grubhub did, saying, "Hey, no, you want a hamburger right now?" Did, um, so I said that temperature <laughs> sensor not yet ready to tell your body temperature, but uh, it can tell you when you're ovulating. Um, there's going to be a new rugged Apple Watch uh, for outdoor oh. activity. They're calling it the Apple Watch Ultra, oh. where you can go scuba diving and it looks all like, you know, you're tough and that you're in the military and uh, like braided bands and everything. Um, the AirPods Pro, they've got some new things. At the heart of AirPods Pro is our brand new H2 chip. 
oh, providing an incredible upgrade to performance. They say it's going to sound amazing, mm-hmm. um, but there were two fairly big headlines. Uh, number one is that the uh, the new Apple Watch and the iPhone 14 models they're going to know when you're in a car crash and dial 911. And uh, they'll be able to, to sense when that. When a crash is detected, it will automatically connect you with emergency services, provide your location, and notify your emergency contacts. Now, critics are saying OnStar has done that for like 30 years. <laughs> yeah. um, but these will be sensors in your phone and in your watch. It won't matter what car you're in and if they're paying for OnStar and uses G-forces and sound. In each crash test, we captured data from the new gyroscope and accelerometer, including the barometer, microphone, and GPS. And they're going to call your uh, emergency that? contacts as well. I'm mad that, you know, what they is go that music? Uh, to Barry's wife. Is it like, uh, a, is this like is a horror film? What is that music behind that? Yeah, that's uh, when they did the unveiling. <laughs> why would they? Why? Why is this necessary? Well, it's all produced now. They don't do yeah. it on stage live any longer. It's oh. like one oh. big, heavily produced thing. Um, so yeah, but you hope they get that right that they don't call your wife and go. Mm. He was in a bad crash. Yeah, what if you throw your phone against the wall? That's going to alert they everybody. They claim it will know that. Really? Yeah. Imagine the phone call being, hi, this is Tim Cook, uh, oh. your husband. Uh, well, um, So the other thing was, you speak about the crazy music. They did it with this. Rescue 07, command. Please be advised the storm is headed your way to Sounds the like the beginning of the Garth Brooks, the thunder rolls. Um, so the new iPhone 14s. They will connect to satellite if you are out of cell service and you need to be rescued. So you're up in the mountains, uh, you know, outside of Phoenix, and you're overcome by heat or you break your leg. Uh, you hit the little button. It's going to tell you, point your phone this way, and it will send the, your GPS coordinates wow. to tell uh, 911 what if, what's wrong. Not what, made for voice yet. What if I just need, like, an Uber? Can yeah, I use or the you're like, you have Gatorade? Yeah. yeah, you send me a Gatorade right Man. now? Hey, um, hey Alex, they, uh, talking yeah. to Alex Stone, ABC News, what about the prices for these things? Because every year there's that sticker shock, and I'm right, thinking, and everybody those thought kids they were going to go really older. high. They're they really not paid. Yeah, the the Max, uh, 1100 bucks. so staying where it is right now. Same where it was, yeah. Yeah, the, the Pro Max. Uh, the regular 14 will be 799 bucks. The Plus model, so now they're adding in the size of a Max, but without the bells and whistles of the Max, that is 899 bucks. So uh, AirPods, 249 The Apple Watch beginning at 399 So, uh, yeah, a lot of people thought going into it it was going to be uh, horrendous? Eh, not so much. On par where, where they've been. Well, it's crazy. Uh, Malik Stone, ABC News, always doing the hard stuff. Uh, are you out <laughs> in California? What is it, 408 degrees? Uh, we feel like Phoenix, uh, 108 right now. Fantastic. Oh. May not have any lights tonight again. We'll see. All right. He's got the heat, he's got the taxes, Rolling and no electricity. Alex Stone, ABC News. Love Thanks, having you on, my man. Later, guys. Later. I'm not getting any of these. I just want to let you guys know that. Yeah, I got to tell you. I'm I, an open source kind of guy. I, I'm transparency smurf. I generally go at least two years before getting a phone, if not if not more. But two I, I, years? I, I don't go every year. You get one every year? Oh, heck no. No, I, I said could, at least. At least. No, I know. Yeah. I'm thinking you get one every two no, years? But I don't get I'll one bet, every year. I'll bet you it's been six years or more since six I got years. Years. I'm not, And it still works like uh, I'm not saying anything, but I'm looking at Pablo, our producer, whose phone got an alert a few months ago that says your 3G will no longer be in service. Oh. So you're going to have to upgrade to a phone that comes in color. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo, can you text to make phone calls? 
Absolutely. There was then, nothing wrong with my phone, just for the record. My phone worked great. You are your But golden. it was 3G. Well, it was a rotary phone. Yeah, you yeah, carry yeah, around yeah, a giant exactly. rotary it's phone. It's a rotary phone with a big bell on it. Oh, oh, that's fine. All right. That's uh, fine. It's, it's the flip phone uh, 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 Blackberry. It's it's crazy oh, what he Blackberry. has there. My first Blackberry. Was I will pearl. tell you, my, my son, my son to, to his credit, would never let us get him. We got him a phone when, you know, when he was younger, and we never got him a new phone, and he never wanted one. It was a fun, I, One time I said, we're going to get you a new phone, and he wouldn't let us do it. And then the battery started dying. He couldn't keep it going, so we finally got him a new phone. And he was like, Dad, this is amazing. Because yeah. the technology was such a huge jump. It is. From, from, you know, it was like from A to, to, to Z. It was crazy. It was crazy. But he, uh, now he loves it. It's really uh, I love it. I love it's it. Fun. All right. Uh, Barry Markson in for uh, Gatos. Uh, I just want to let you guys know, coming up. Uh, coming up. A man who was spectacular. He did something you shouldn't do. Uh, basically, he went into any kind of body of water. In Florida, but one <laughs> water called Swamp Waters, where he shouldn't have gone, and he's got a story to tell. We're going to talk about that straight ahead. It's the Guy Dish and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. There's nothing, there's nothing better than watching Chad stare, uh, chair dance in the, in the breaks here. It's phenomenal. That's a great song right there. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Barry, I do a thing on my national show called Nature Will Mess You Up. And sometimes people put themselves in horrible situations. Uh, yes. And then nature does what nature does, which is messes you up. Sometimes bad things happen. Yesterday we talked about it. A lady got attacked by a bull shark and she was killed. She was vacationing with a family. She was actually on an excursion oh. off of a cruise line. Really? And she was attacked. And uh, they could do nothing. By the time they got her back to the boat, she they, apparently it bit a massive part out of her abdomen. Oh, my goodness. There was not a lot. Then sometimes people just do stupid things. Case in point. Not the smartest decision a Florida boy can make. Yeah, okay, just that right there. This should be, let's listen to this again. Not the smartest decision a Florida boy can make. You're like, what did he do? Eric Murda said on July 17th, he got lost in the woods at the Lake Manatee Fish Camp in Mayaka City. When he finally found the lake, he decided to swim across rather than walk around. I look over and there's a gator on my right hand side. So I went to swim. She got she got my forearm, so I grabbed her like this. Like she's trying to roll, but she snapped her head. So, so my arm went backwards like this completely. He says he fought for his life. She drugged me under three times. She's already got my arm. Oh, she's already got her arm. Wow. That's right. That's what happened. Why is that? Not the smartest decision a Florida boy can make. That's oh, right. Uh, by the way, man. the interview. Uh, pretty sure. Uh, pretty sure. Wise man Steve, you can jump in on this. Uh, did his? Uh, let's just talk about his attire uh, in, during the interview. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was wearing a raggedy white but no longer white shirt, uh, more dirt colored, if you will. He's clearly missing an arm. Oh. <laughs> was he like that kind of goes without said. Missing the whole arm? Yeah. yeah. He's, oh, yeah. He's, got, oh. he's just got oh. nublins over there. Yeah. He's a little too nonchalant. This is, this is right afterwards? Uh, well, it's not right afterwards, but it's not too far away from when it happened. Is he like a cartoon character? Does he lose his arm every week? Uh, like every episode? Oh, he's the just arm's getting started. Off? He's just getting started. He's like in so, when, they so when we came up the third time, she finally did her death roll and took off with my arm. And that's just where <laughs> his story begins. Bones oh. poke. Yeah, that's the other side. Oh. It, we're just getting started. So the 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 first portion of the story is the fact that his arm was ripped off. Bones poking out, muscles. Eric Murda says he spent three days trying to find his way out. You can't see anything. Everything's this tall. You know what I mean? Sometimes. I, Sometimes I felt like I was walking in circles. I didn't know. So I started following the sun and power lines and stuff like that, things I could see. 
I was waiting for him to go. Sometimes he's clearly walking in circles, so I just oh. swam back across. Oh, I know. I was waiting for that. I was just absolutely waiting for that. How did he not bleed out? Oh. That's incredible. Yeah, he doesn't sound really all that traumatized, no. does he? It's just like, I'm just, te- I got a good story now for the rest of my life. That's it. That's what I keep he, saying. He, After I, three days. He's not like a guy who, like, it's a TV show where he just happens every week. It, it Oh, you're, you're repeating. Oh. Steve said everything you guys would say. Steve oh. says like he's been. It's just like well, you know, the half ends. After three days in the swamp, he says he stumbled on a fence and a man on the other side. I said, "Hey, man, I need some help." He said, "What are you doing?" And I said, a "Gator got my arm." He says, "Holy smokes, man!" Now he's adapting to a new normal with a new perspective. Do not feed the gators. All right, and you guys know who you are throwing rocks at them and stuff I've seen out on the job sites. Leave them gators alone. <laughs> what is, what is going on? What's he going to say next? And you kids, stay in school. Yeah. Oh. Can we direct. acknowledge there's a difference oh. between throwing rocks at gators from a distance and swimming in the swamp? <laughs> was, he, was he feeding the gators? <laughs> he did. He eventually fed one. Oh, my God. I was just like, you know, man, I got to be honest with you. You know, this was uh, this was not my, my best day ever. Not the smartest decision a Florida boy can make. Because as a Florida boy, you should know any puddle, any small pond, any body of water, there are things in there that will kill you. There's a gator in there. And Gator got my it. arm. He went for it. But I just love, like like Becky oh, said, it's the most nonchalant. Well, you know, just I came out and was like, hey, what's going on over there? Hey, some bit my arm off. I want to make that my new ringtone. The gator got my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I love how they call the death roll. It's, uh, you're already it's so usually bad. dead when they're rolling. That's I don't, the whole know, point. I don't know how we even survive that. Well, the I mean, you're able to is... tie up your arm. You're not. It's not. It's not an artery. Yeah. Like that's what happens. Like when All people right. die from sharks or they bleed out, it's because it hits an artery. This just this just got him in you know in his arm. That's, it's okay though. I'll be all right. I have another one. <laughs> This one will grow back. It'll grow back, back right? It'll grow back. <laughs> It'll grow back. Uh, Barry Marks, you didn't forget us. It is the uh, uh, fun time, good time, yeah. exciting Gatos feeling, and Chad. I'm, I'm feeling got, very smart in comparison now, Chad. Well, we got That's a lot of stuff to talk about. So license wow. plates. Oh. You know who you are with your dirty license plates. Get us Chad Show. Leave them gators alone. <laughs>